I'm Carissa Vacker, and welcome back to Sleepwave, a podcast where we let waves of relaxation wash over you through original sleep meditations created to help you fall asleep tonight. And don't worry if you don't hear the end of an episode. I encourage you to drift off whenever you're ready. Before we get started on tonight's episode, I'd like to say thanks again for all of the great ratings and reviews you guys have left us on Apple Podcasts and some of the other networks too. Tonight's shout-out goes to Katarinica, I hope I'm saying that right, who can never make it past the 10th minute of an episode because she's already fast asleep. It'll be my goal to have you out by minute nine tonight, Katarinica. So if you too find that sleep has come easier since listening to Sleepwave and you've not yet reached out to us, please feel free to let us know via the reviews on Apple Podcasts. We read them every day. And your ratings and reviews help us reach even more people who need a little help with their sleep right now. Before we begin, I wanted to let you know about the best way to get a perfect night's sleep. With Sleepwave Premium, enjoy an ad-free experience, two exclusive bonus episodes a month, as well as our back catalog of premium content. Your support really helps. Sign up takes two taps, so please click the link in the show notes. But now, it's time for a quick word from our sponsors who make this free content possible. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our children face more health challenges than we as parents ever did, and it can be challenging as a parent to be sure that you're doing the right things for your family. The advice can be overwhelming. I believe that moms are an absolute force of nature and have the most ability to create change. And that's why I created the Wellness Mama podcast to give simple answers for healthier families and to cut through all the noise. With over 700 episodes, this show has tons of practical tips on topics like real food, stress, sleep, fitness, toxins, natural living, and so much more to give you actionable steps to improve your family's health. Simply search for Wellness Mama, spelled M-A-M-A, on your preferred podcast platform to join the hundreds of thousands of regular listeners. I recently read a quote attributed to Mark Twain that says, Worrying is like paying a debt you don't owe. I just love that. I'm a worrier by nature, and I think somewhere in my mind, I believe worrying equals protection from the thing I'm worried about. Like if I just worry about it enough, then I can somehow keep that thing from happening. Of course, life doesn't work that way. While worry and fear may motivate us into action to help stave off undesired consequences, they also deplete us and often cause unnecessary stress and sleepless nights. When I'm stuck in a cycle of worry, I have to remind myself that any time in life when I've truly been in a somewhat urgent or severe situation, 
I've been able to handle what came up. One experience that comes to mind is getting a notice to leave the apartment we'd lived in for nine years because the building was being sold and renovated. The tricky part was that due to a variety of circumstances, we only had three weeks to find a new place to live. If I had known that was going to happen ahead of time, I would have been incredibly worried about it. And while it's true that when I got that note on my door notifying us that we would have to move very soon, I did panic for a moment. But then I did what I know I'm able to do in an urgent situation. I got still and quiet and asked myself, what do I need to do here? And the answer was clear. I needed to find a new place to live, pack up my things, and move. These are obviously huge tasks, and I knew finding a new place in LA was easier said than done, but we got hyper-focused. That night, my husband and I wrote lists of things we wanted and needed in a new home and narrowed down potential neighborhoods to look. Within 24 hours, we had appointments to see places, and within 36 hours, we had signed a new lease. By the end of that month, we had moved into an absolutely beautiful place that we loved living in and that served our needs perfectly for the four years we lived there. If you are a fellow worrywart like me, tonight's meditation is especially for you. If there is something on your mind that continues to worry you, remind yourself of the quote we began with tonight. Worrying is like paying a debt you don't owe. Let's instead put some money in the calm and centered bank tonight and meditate together to Free Your Mind of Worry by Billy Gill. There's a perennial wisdom that has been passed down through the ages from those people who have lived long lives and have come to a similar realization. We can find evidence of this insight from as far back as the ancient Romans and probably as long as wise old people have been around. This message is eloquently expressed in this quote of uncertain origin. I am an old man and have known a great many troubles, but most of them never happened. Worrying is like paying a debt you don't owe. I have spent most of my life worrying about things that have never happened. Seneca the Younger, who lived from 4 BC to 65 CE, wrote the same sentiment in a letter to Lucilius, albeit with more finger-wagging and a less humorous tone. There is nothing so wretched or foolish as to anticipate misfortunes. What madness it is in your expecting evil before it arrives. The central theme of this idea has evolved over thousands of years in its expression, but the essence remains. We spend a lot of time and energy worrying about things that will never come to pass. There is a kind of magical thinking that is apparently at play in this phenomenon for some people. The unconscious premise is that if one worries about some unpleasant scenario, that somehow keeps it from happening. From a purely rational point of view, it's rather unreasonable to imagine that one's troubled state of mind could, in itself, 
keep misfortune at bay. But whether or not worry yields any positive effects is beside the point. The point of this quote is that worry itself is destructive and impoverishes us of the pleasure we do have. The sense that worry keeps us safe, one might assume, stems from natural selection of those more vigilant and apprehensive humans who survived long enough to reproduce and become our ancestors. True, attention paid to real threats is an evolutionary advantage. However, our minds are capable of conceiving countless scenarios that have virtually no relevance to reality. The damage that worrying about them wreaks on our minds and bodies is actually much more detrimental to us than the troublesome event that never occurs. Focusing on what is in front of you in the present keeps you grounded in your real-life circumstances. Yes, life hands difficulties to all of us. The concrete events of our lives are much more manageable than the abstract possibility of some unfortunate turn of events. If misfortune does happen to befall us, as it does for everyone at some point, it is often the case that in those situations, people access resources within themselves that they, perhaps, didn't even know they possessed to overcome obstacles. They are challenged by adversity and grow stronger for having been bowed, but not broken. The best athletes know that it is only when they have been tested that their full potential begins to actualize. Seneca went on to say in his letter to Lucilius, there are more things that can frighten us than there are to defeat us. We suffer more in the imagination than in reality. Thus, some things torment us more than they should. Some torment us before they should, and some torment us when they should not. Tonight's sleep meditation is going to ground you in the present moment so that you can free yourself from the debt you do not owe. That is, to free yourself from the ways the mind is able to make you suffer by worrying. Make sure that you feel comfortable as you lie on the bed. If you are able to lie flat on your back, walk your shoulder blades a little closer to one another in order to create a lifted, buoyant feeling in the chest. Feel your forehead smooth out as you release unnecessary tension in those muscles. Favor your exhalation and notice the brief pause at the bottom of the breath. Linger there for as long as you like without any strain. When the need for a new inhale arises, simply yield to the need for a new breath and receive the air from outside your body as it flows into your lungs. There is a soft, 
but subtle smile on your face. The smile is turned inward toward your own heart and lungs and vital organs. You are letting the system of your physical body know that you have a positive regard for your body and mind. Say to yourself, silently in your mind, I will now practice sleep meditation. For the duration of this sleep meditation, I will remain very still. If you have to move, that's okay. Just make sure you are conscious of the movement. Return to your breath for an inhale. Five, four, three, two, one. Notice a transition and exhale for five, four, three, two, one. And again, a moment of stillness as the breath turns back to an inhale. Five, four, three, two, one. Natural pause. Exhale, five, four, three, two, one. Go on. 
this way, with a sense of pure appreciation and wonder as you watch the breath flowing. In order to release the tendency of the mind to become caught up in imagined scenarios that may or may not come to pass, but nevertheless have their detrimental effect when we worry about them, we must first recognize that these troubles are the products of our own minds. We have created the troubles as if out of thin air. For this reason, whether the undesirable thing happens or not, we have already suffered from the mind's activity. Return to your breathing 
tune in to the soft, subtle, inward smile you are practicing in this meditation. Take a moment to acknowledge that some of the things that worry you have not come to pass. Do this now. Before you begin to worry about what may happen in the future, see if you can linger for a bit longer in a moment of gratitude about the fact that what worries you only exists in your mind, at least for this moment. Now is not the time to try to solve any problems. When you meditate, you are creating space for your attention to expand rather than to focus in on some problem or other. Very often when we meditate, we may happen upon some flash of insight that is the answer for which we have been searching. However, this is not something that we can consciously control. It is the relaxation and release that broadens our ability to perceive solutions to problems that we've been unable to solve in a searching state of mind.
as you breathe in and out, growing more and more relaxed as you breathe. Your awareness expands and expands as you release and release and release. If only for this moment, let go of the mental grip you have on the circumstances and events of your life. This mental tension is created by an illusion to which many people cling tightly. We feel that we are able to have more control when we remain in this state of worry. In fact, the anxiety that it produces clouds our perceptions. In that state, the mind is operating on the level of the problem rather than the level of the solution. In a state of worry, it's much more difficult to operate on the level of the solution. So, right now, in this moment of appreciation for the gentle rhythm of your breath and the 10,000 worries which have not befallen you, see if you can sense this deep presence inside your chest. Right now, you are safe. Right now, you are whole. Right now, you are able to meet the moment with each inhale and exhale. This is your only place of influence. The past is beyond our reach. future arrives, it arrives as this moment. As you meditate, you meet yourself in the present moment. Sometimes we realize the present moment with the surprising realization that this is where we have always and will always exist. This surprises us because at other times we were so identified with our mental activity that we had been absorbed in a kind of dream. This is why so many meditative traditions refer to awakening 
as the foundational process of meditation. We awaken from the imagined storms in our minds to see the calm stillness of the present reality. This calm stillness is always available to us, even in the most dynamic situations. Just as we create the sense of worry and anxiety, even when our true circumstances are calm, so too we are able to create inner calm and stillness in the mind when stressful situations arise. Feel the breath rising and falling. Notice the pauses between the breaths. Your deepest presence is there in the rising and falling. Smiling inwardly with a kind of regard for yourself. Fill your heart with gratitude for the good things in your life. you have endured and the courage it required to go through those difficulties. Perhaps you don't feel grateful for the troubles themselves, but can you feel gratitude for your capacity to find meaning and purpose 
from those difficulties. The mind has the ability to transform even the most unpleasant circumstance into a source of strength. This is the power of the mind. In order to access this power, first gain insight into the mind itself. The breath becomes an anchor for your attention. Cultivate this breath awareness. It is effortless. The breath is breathing you. The mind grows more and more relaxed. More and more relaxed. Inhaling. Natural pause. Exhaling. Natural pause. You are here in this moment. Sleep. Sleep. Sleep.